This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 47 of Curry in the Pot. Man, it's been a long time since I've spoken to you guys. For everyone that's know exactly what's been going on, I just want to thank everybody for all the thoughts and the prayers, man. I really appreciate, you know, all the thoughts and prayers, seriously, because you know, I had a little rough patch, a little rough spell, but things things are much brighter now. I also celebrated a birthday. I did it big. I enjoyed that. And, you know, I'm just back, man. I know the last time I spoke to you guys, it was wild card, so of course we had divisional we had conference round, and yeah, I, I feel like I missed a lot, but if you guys wanted my honest predictions from a week-to-week basis, I was absolutely wrong. I actually, my Super Bowl was going to be the Saints and the Jaguars. We all know what happened with the Minnesota Miracle, you know, the Stephon Diggs touchdown, and the Jaguars, you know, they were in control of the Patriots. They took their foot off the pedal. That was my original prediction, so that that's what would have been it. But that's not the case. We have Super Bowl Fifty Two, and it's just two days away. We have New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles. So of course I'm gonna talk about that, and then I'm gonna talk a little bit about the the local news that happened. Uh, just a couple of days ago to Alex Smith getting traded to the Washington Redskins. I broke that trade down on my YouTube channel. So you guys can check me out on YouTube, Michael Curry. Check me out. Subscribe. I have two videos currently up right now. And it is why the why the Alex Smith trade means the world for the Redskins. Or means the world for the Chiefs. And then why the Alex Smith trade benefits the Redskins. So I, I'm going to talk just a little bit about that, share a little light, share my thoughts, because I know I'm a Skins fan, so y'all probably want to hear my thoughts about that, but definitely check out those YouTube videos. So the stage is set. We have the Eagles and the New England Patriots playing in Minnesota at that beautiful stadium that they have up there, man. It's a very nice facility. There's, it's only the second year of it being open, and that is the lovely U.S. Bank Stadium. So the stage is set. Like I just mentioned, and like everybody knows, the Eagles and the Patriots, we're just ready, man. We're just ready to get it on. I know everybody's excited for the game, excited for the Super Bowl commercials. Got Justin Timberlake performing at halftime, so I know a lot of people are excited about that. And I know you guys want to hear my take, so I'm going to get right into it. I think this game will be really good, not just from, you know, the team perspective, but from, you know, great minds in football. You know, we have Bill Belichick himself. Josh McDaniels and Matt Patricia coaching, being coordinators for their last games. We all know Josh McDaniels is going to the Colts. Matt Patricia is going to take the Detroit Lions job. This will be their last game. And then on the other side, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, we have Doug Peterson and we have Jim Schwartz, defensive coordinator. So just from a coaching perspective, we have some great minds, you know, calling this game and being coordinators, etc., etc., for this game, but I think it's going to be a really good one. Kickoff is Sunday, February fourth at six thirty, and me, I'm going with the New England Patriots. I just don't think that 
I don't think the Patriots are going to lose to a Nick Foles-led team. Now, no disrespect to Nick Foles, who has been playing outstanding this postseason. No disrespect at all. You know what I'm saying? Nick Foles, he played exceptionally well against the Minnesota Vikings, torching them 26 out of 33, 352 passing yards and three TDs. I think the, the key with Nick Foles is he's confident now. And he has a lot of confidence, and he, he should he should feel confident, you know. Defeating the Falcons and then defeating the Minnesota Vikings, he should feel really confident, considering his play and considering how the Eagles have been. And the Eagles' defense is no slouch either. You know, you got guys like Fletcher Cox, Malcolm Jenkins, Jalen Mills, who a lot of Eagles fans really like. You know, he stepped up. Ronald Darby. Derek Barnett, they have a lot of pieces. They have a lot of pieces, man. On the defensive side of the ball, we know one of the best defenses in the league. But for me, it just comes down to the Patriots and what Bill Belichick likes to do. If the Patriots start off slow, I think they could be in a bit of trouble. But, you know, it's like a trend. When they start off slow, there's no better team in the second half. Just look at last year's Super Bowl. Just look at the second half in the AFC Championship against the Jaguars. Although I do think there were some questionable calls in that game. But just look. Just look at how they adjust, you know, coming out the break. I don't think anybody's better than the Patriots at, you know, adjusting and making second-half adjustments. So, I look at the Patriots, and it's like, wow, they're back again. Tom Brady is back. Tom Brady is bike in the Super Bowl again. He's going for a six. I mean, he's the go, honestly. And he's going for a six ring, man. He's going for a six. I just think that the Patriots will be able to, you know, slow down Nick Foles. I, I don't like the Patriots way. They like to take away what you like to do best and then, you know, neutralize everything else. That's what they like to do. So I think if the Eagles want to have any chance at this game, they're going to have to. Their defense is going to have to play well. But I think Nick Foles is going to have to play the game of his life. He's going to have to play better than he just played against Minnesota. And that may be, you know, hard to duplicate on two really big stages. I don't know if the stage is going to get too big for the Eagles or not. Because obviously the Patriots have been there before. They have many players that have been down this road. Including Tom Brady himself. It's just going to be a great game. That's all I'm really hoping for. I'm not really rooting for anybody. I do have a wager on the Patriots. I do have a wager. So I do have a wager. But I think the Patriots will win. But it would not surprise me if the Eagles do win. I just... I just want to see a really good game, honestly. That's that's all I'm hoping for, and I think we will get that on Sunday. All right, so moving right along, we did have the Pro Bowl last Sunday in Orlando, but nobody gives a damn about the Pro Bowl. I'm not about to talk to y'all about that. I'm going to talk about this Alex Smith trade. And like I said earlier, I broke this down on my YouTube channel, but I'm going to break it down again briefly, probably, probably a couple minutes, so just hear me out. So the other night, we saw Alex Smith... Shocking, shocking deal. Getting traded to the Washington Redskins, according to the Kansas City Star. The quarterback is being traded to the Redskins. And after being traded, Alex Smith and the Washington Redskins agreed to a $94 million, four-year $94 million extension, including $71 million in guarantee. The Redskins also sent over a third-round pick and up-and-coming cornerback Kendall Fuller, who, according to Pro Football Focus, was the best slot corner in all of football. Kind of hurts to see Kendall Fuller go for me from a Redskins perspective because I think the guy can play inside and outside. Former Redskins GM Scott McLuhan said the same thing as well. High character guy. 
thinks he could do both things. He wouldn't have traded him. And he's only 22 years old. So, yeah, man, he's really promising. But cornerbacks are replaceable. I don't think Kendall Fuller was like the second coming of Deion Sanders or even some of these corners in the league like Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Rhodes, Richard Sherman. I don't think he's the second coming of any of those guys. So it definitely hurts to see him go, but I think they could find another corner. You see what Marshawn Lattimore came in and did last year. You know, Jalen Ramsey, his impact. I think you can find a cornerback that can come in and make an impact. Redskins do have a little bit of depth there. Hopefully, Fabian Moreau can step up and do what Kendall Fuller did. They still have Josh Norman. They just gave Quentin Dunbar an extension. We don't know about Bashad Breeland. He's going to be a free agent. I think he's gone. I think the market will dictate his value. And I think he wants to be a man somewhere else. Somebody's going to overpay for him. And that's just what it's going to be. But I think this is great for both teams, honestly, because... The Redskins were going to lose Kirk Cousins. They were going to franchise tag him again for $34 million or he was going to walk and leave. And they weren't going to get anything. So they were aggressive and very proactive. They got Alex Smith. And I look at Alex Smith as, you know, a proven, very experienced guy. He had a career year last year, throwing for just over 4,000 yards in 15 games. He did not play the last game. Rookie Patrick Mahomes came in and he played the last game against the Broncos because the Chiefs had already clinched the playoffs. So, when I look at Alex Smith, essentially just the older Kirk Cousins, I think a little better. Obviously more athletic, more mobile. And I think he's, he's going to come in and compete and do exactly what he needs to do. He very conservative. Only threw five picks last year. He hasn't thrown for double-digit interceptions in seven seasons, which is good news. So, I think... From me, from a fan perspective, I was a little mad, I was a little shocked at first, but I think it's a good move. I think, I think it's a really good move because they were going to lose Kirk Cousins for nothing. And now they have some continuity, some stabilization because they, they're they all in for Alex Smith right now. And I don't think I don't think it's just a rookie quarterback that could just come in and produce. Redskins are picking at 13, so they will obviously miss out on, you know, the top guys, uh, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Sam Donald, etc. Lamar Jackson has got it really intrigues me. I'm going to be a fan wherever that guy goes. I think he's very coachable. He's willing to learn. A lot of people talk about pocket passing. Well, he's done more pocket passing than Baker Mayfield this past season. Hey, man, I think Lamar Jackson is going to be special. Don't say I didn't tell you so. But moving along, this helps the Chiefs out in a way because they got rid of Alex Smith. He's due $17 million next season. They are ready for Patrick Mahomes, and I, I'm ready. I'm ready for Pat Mahomes, too. The guy absolutely lit up everyone at Texas Tech. He put up some numbers. He he had 40 touchdowns, 40 passing touchdowns, and 10 rushing touchdowns. The only other guy to do that was Marcus Mariota. The guy has a cannon. He has a rocket for an arm, and I think he's going to be good, man. In due time, and... He's coached by Andy Reid, so it's going to be really nice to see. He's a little bit more athletic than Alex Smith, too. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for Mahomes' mania. And they did get Kendall Fuller, who was going to help that secondary. They got a third-round pick because they don't have a first this year because they traded it to get Mahomes, to trade up to get Mahomes, have a second, and now two-thirds. That should be really good. But Kendall Fuller is going to come in and help. They have Marcus Peters back there. Eric Berry will be back next season. After going down in that week one game against the Patriots. But I think it's a good deal for the Chiefs. And they also have some cap space. Maybe they can attract some free agents. Attract a wide receiver. A Jarvis Landry. Or so, so, you know, somebody to go help out the rookie. How about the second year QB? He's essentially a rookie because he only played one game last year. 
He's going to be playing his second game week one next season. So maybe they can get somebody else, some more weapons to come in and help the rookie. Well, I just said that, but help Pat Mahomes. You have Travis Kelsey there. You have Tyreek Hill there. You have Kareem Hunt, who was great, especially at the beginning of last season. Had a few good games. A few good games towards the end of this past season, but Kansas City Chiefs has to be an attractive situation for, you know, for free agents. I think so. But moving along, I think it benefits the Redskins, like I said, to get a veteran QB, some stabilization. But how does this benefit Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins is now getting what he wanted. He wanted to be on the market. He wanted to have somebody saying, we want you, Kirk. We want you. So he can get that opportunity. Teams like the Browns will be in the mix. The New York Jets, maybe the Bills. Who else? The Broncos are reportedly trying to clear up space to get him. I'm hearing the Jaguars, maybe the Arizona Cardinals might be in the mix. So there's a market out here. There's, 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 a, there's a good market out here. Kirk Cousins is 29 years old. will be 30 at the beginning of next season. It's going to benefit him because he's finally going to be on the market. Also, it benefits the Redskins because they have money to invest in other pieces on their team, especially the defense in particularly. So I'm excited. I think it's a great move for both teams. Hey, great move for Kirk Cousins too because he finally gets to be a free agent, which I'm sure he's always wanted. And he wants to be wanted. So there you have it. But that's all I really got for you guys today. Honestly, I think the Super Bowl will be like a 28-24 type deal. I don't know, man. I really don't, but I'm, I'm hoping the Patriots win. I got a wager on them. Hey, but I'm just hoping for a good game, all in all, in all seriousness. I'm hoping for a really good game. But I just wanted to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for bearing with me after a couple of weeks of kind of being like MIA. Those who know me closely know what's been going on, what I've been dealing with. But I just want to thank everybody for your love and continued support. And just, just supporting me through the rough times, through this little little slight you know rough patch in my life but i'm back ladies and gentlemen i'm back to deliver more content more episodes feel free to check out my youtube channel like i said earlier michael curry follow me on youtube subscribe to me got a couple of videos gonna drop some more sports content this podcast will probably go up on youtube as well so one last time i want to thank everybody for listening this is mike curry signing out episode number 47 is done peace